what up what up what up my fellow retakers my people my dogs my listeners i'm so lit to be back on air especially for such a special day y'all today is retakes two year anniversary that means i went public exactly two years ago today on this beautiful love day and what a better day to celebrate this podcast my baby than on love day so you know i'm super excited for what is to come i know i've been quiet for honestly some months um and we'll talk about that in the upcoming future but today i want to introduce y'all to well honestly this isn't even an introduction this is just all friend that i'm uh introducing y'all to mr chauncey hill this is really like my boy since freshman year for real for real we go all the way back i'm super excited for y'all to hear from him he has played a major role in my podcast altogether. So I just I can't wait for y'all to hear from him, to hear the story, to hear how everything came about. He's literally one of the most outstanding people I know. And he played such, such a key role in all of my crazy college years, my master's program, and everything. So without further ado, y'all, let's get it popping with my boy Chauncey Hill and let's get him on. Let's see how many rings it takes, y'all. Oh, he gonna leave me on too. Yeah. What's up? What's up, Mr. Chauncey Hill? What's good? What's good? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Blessed as always, you know. You feel me? So as you know, you're currently live on retake. How does that make you feel? It's a throwback for sure. So, listen, I already did a little introduction for you, and I'm shook because what were we doing, bro? I have this is the first time you're being a guest on my public podcast. Like, (laughs) what is this shit? What is that? Uh, You know, it's it's funny because, you know, after the post that you had made the other day on your Instagram, I, I thought about it and I was like, That's the whole point of it all, honestly. But you know what? We got to take it back a little bit and give some people the background of it all. Because uh, I don't know if I've ever fully spoken about it on an actual podcast, but we're going to give them all the dirty details today. But before we do that, I need you. I already did a little introduction for you, but I want you to introduce yourself to the people. So tell us about Chauncey. Tell us about what we need to know, what we need to look forward to. And then I also want you to give them a little backstory on Rhiannon and Chauncey as homies. How did we meet? Like all that type, go ahead, go for it. So, I don't know, you know, if she explained now. I'm Chauncey Hill. Uh, I actually met Rhiannon in New Mexico. 
exactly what it was y'all so let me give you a little bit of like the history history on Chauncey and Rihanna's friendship so like Chauncey said right he was a hooper and when he says hooper y'all don't don't play about that term he was with that shit and um any of my you know greyhounds that may be listening right now not to throw any shots at eastern basketball haven't watched any games I don't know but there is no energy that compared to the team that y'all had or that we had at Eastern when I was a freshman. So 2015 team, right? One of my favorite things about Chauncey, and I think one of the first moments when I was like, yo, we got to be homies. Um, it was at one of the basketball games. Obviously, like Chauncey is like, he won't he won't take this the wrong way, but Chauncey is like a fucking Amazon, y'all. He's tall as shit. Any, everybody's looking up at him. You know what I mean? And my favorite part about him was at the time he had dreads, y'all. And he used to, for his games, I shit you not, y'all, for his games, he would put his dreads in pigtails. So just picture this real quick, right? You got this. How tall are you, Chauncey? Six, six. Okay, imagine my short ass next to Chauncey. Yes, there's pictures. I'm going to have to post one on Instagram just for the throwback. But 
imagine this 6'6 man dunking on you with pigtails. <laughs> Just imagine that. I said, you know what? I'm with the vibe. I'm with all the shit. He needs to be my friend. And I honestly, I don't even remember how we became friends. I think it, we just were talking in the cafeteria one day, probably. Who knows? But probably because we did that a lot too. Honestly, <laughs> I just ha- you know anybody who's at Eastern and who is listening to this, you know that the Cub was the place. That's where you met all your people. That's where you and all your people went and sat, and talked shit, cried, whined, whatever. It all happened at the Cub. You feel me? Because. Tiny ass campus, tiny ass space. Everybody knows everybody's business, or at least thinks they do. And it was, it was just an interesting time. So me and Chauncey have really been friends since my freshman year of college. And I can att- we can both attest to this. We've really seen like legit, right, Chauncey? Like the worst of the worst of each other, and the best yeah. of the best. Dead ass. Yeah, yeah. Because the way it started, I got you know. It was bad. I'm not going to say it was terrible, but there were was, was some bad times. And I can say the same, you know, both ways. I'm not going to say it in a bad way, but yeah, there were definitely some bad times. And being able to grow and evolve from those bad times, and not just by myself saying you and other people, even just from Eastern New Mexico, who we've evolved, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's, as life goes on, you see how people grow and, and adapt to situations that they're in, and it's, it's dope to see. Exactly. I feel that. And, you know, I've always said this. I really feel like God... Like, he picks a handful of people that he knows are, like, soldiers. Like, some resilient motherfuckers. And he's like, alright, I gotta drop these people in Portales. I don't know, that's just no cap, I gotta drop them there. <laughs> yeah, cause I don't know what everybody who was in Portales was doing in Portales. Because if you don't know where Portales is, trust me, go look it up on a map and you'll see why. It's like, yo, y'all live here? Yes. Why? I don't know. You know know what's crazy, though, is the amount of things that we made pop in that area. That's what's the blessing. And, like, you would literally have to show up to Portales and see that this is, like, it it smells like ass, like baked booty from all the cows. And it's literally a town of 17,000 people. The only reason why it's even that big is because of the university. The entire town is, like, five minutes long. The highlights of the town are Walmart and Eastern. Like, y'all, it is something else. But I will say, like, it was what you made of it. And I think, like, you know, knowing that I have friends like Chauncey or, like, I met my man in Portales. Like, just the amount of friendships and networking that I did while in Portales, even experiencing some of, like, the worst of the worst and the best of the best, it was such a blessing. And that's really what I want to talk about today, y'all, for the two-year retake anniversary i want to talk about (laughs) i love the claps love the claps i want to talk about getting we go talk about getting tested chauncey because i know you know this and i know i know this so this is what we're gonna talk about yeah so maybe with it so like i can say that you know my test was, was definitely was definitely being in New Mexico. Uh, that was that was a part of my life that like. Whew. <laughs> He's speechless, uh, y'all. He's speechless for real. And, uh, it, was, it was definitely a trial. It was it was definitely a trial that that, that guy put me through to see how tough and how resilient I really was gonna be. Honestly, um, because there was no way 
and for no reason besides sports that I should have stayed in Port Dallas, New Mexico that long. But God really was like, all right, bro, like you say you want to do things in life, but you know, there's opportunities that you want. So I'm going to throw them your way and let's see if you're willing to take them, even if you're in a spot that you don't want to be in. Mm-hmm. Because the state of New Mexico, I loved it. It was beautiful. You know, even though Albuquerque is a little wild sometimes, you know, ABQ, I love y'all, shout out. Uh, you know, got to give a shout out to the love sometimes, even though I wasn't with it, you know. It is what it is. <laughs> but, like, I love New Mexico, you know. But at the same time, being in Portales was, was really something else. Um, there were times where I was in situations that I put myself in, and then there were times where the situation had to do to something prior that had happened and it was like you know it's just a ripple effect and god really did hit us with a lot of tests man honestly uh when i say a lot a lot i met a lot of people that i was bad to me i met a lot of people that you know i was bad to me for different reasons like it was either a lesson or a blessing genuinely like mm-hmm. that is something i truly believe that like happened throughout that my entire time being in that state uh but regardless, I can definitely say the people that I've met and generally have love for and care for in that state, like, yo, it's, it's dope. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. And, you know, I love hearing that, Chauncey, because I feel like so many people go to Portales and they think of Portales as New Mexico. And, yo, to a New Mexico native like myself, there is nothing more freaking concerning and just offensive to me. <laughs> Listen, listen, I know us in New Mexico, it's different out here. And, like, especially my friends that I know from Cali, even my man, like, they're like, what the fuck? Because, like, (laughs) New Mexico is different, y'all. And I'm a small-town kid, Raton, New Mexico, you know what it is. But Portales, I don't even feel like that should be called New Mexico. That shit feel like West Texas, you know what I mean? West Texas. That is definitely West Texas. But Chauncey was one of the actual people that I know that was willing to go out and actually explore different parts of New Mexico, you know what I mean? And honestly, I feel like me and Chauncey really got to know each other the most on the car rides that we had when I was picking his ass up from the airport in Albuquerque. Literally, I would sit there and try to find multiple people and be like, you know what, I don't even know why I'm trying to hit other people up. Hey, yo, Ring, what, I'm coming back home from Cali, you'll pick me up from the airport? And she'd be like, what's on? And I was like, yes, <laughs> thank you. Like, Oh, like it was every time I was like, I was hyped. I was like, oh, it's not a stress. I know I'm gonna have a safe ride. I'm not worried about anything going wrong while I'm in the car with her. Like, yo, I knew I was good. Even besides that, I knew it was gonna be a dope time during that car ride. So I knew the experience was gonna be fun. I knew it was gonna show me something new every time I was in the car. You was gonna tell me about some part of New Mexico I didn't know. So it was like, it was a learning experience every time. We did have some real ass conversations. That, you know, that's just some real homie shit right there, y'all. Dead ass. Chauncey would hit me up. I'd be in Portales, New Mexico, knowing I had to drive to Albuquerque and back. But I didn't give a damn, y'all. It's Chauncey. That's my dog for sure. I got you. Now, um, if I ever told you no, I couldn't give you a ride, um, mind your business. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, look. Like, and I went to return. I was like, yeah, she can't, she can't. But when she can, I, it was dope. Yeah, exactly. It was cool. And then, you know, we worked at the brewery together, screaming at the games together, pulling up to the P-Town parties. Oh, God. Let me tell y'all, man, if you know anything about Fort Towers, New Mexico, if you haven't checked it out, man, go check out the brewery, the Roosevelt Brewery. I haven't worked there in a little bit. You know, 
it was that whole experience was was, was lit. Like, go check it out. Great food, great people. Uh, the experience is gonna be something else, but trust me, believe once you leave, you're gonna be a little a little tipsy off some off some, <laughs> some ale and different types of beers, but you'll be safe there to have a good time. Trust me, it's, it's fun. I always say that you're at like as a person living in Portales, your Portales experience is not complete until you've at least worked at the brewery and been fired or worked at the brewery more than once. <laughs> I'm telling you, because I feel like anybody and everybody in Portales has worked at the brewery genuinely at some point. Like, it's, it's just, it's funny because it's like, wow. Like, you see how many like, students are in there because I've never been there being a student. And I was like... I didn't realize how many people like I would see at camps and be like, hey, I don't work with them. Like, hey, yo, wait a minute. Like, and I get to work like, hey, but you know, you slipped in. Like, yeah, like, I just know that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that green chili bacon dip, fire, pizzas, All right, so fire. Like, I'm gonna be real. That was a true test that I did not pass. <laughs> that I put green chili in front of my face. Bro, I'm you know still not. pissed at you for this. I'm still mad. No, not. You feel me? I, I love the vibe that y'all like, but like it is not for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried it one time and it's just it was just a texture thing, man. It's just I couldn't get past it, but everything else about New Mexico I can do. <laughs> Bro, I've been telling you for ages. How long have I been telling you, Chauncey, that the reason why you don't like it is because you haven't had my green chili stew? How long have I been saying this? Yeah, that's true, but it's just like, hey, look, if you would have just put it in there and I said that, oh, they would have like, yo, this is smack. But just the fact that I know it got green chili in it, I'm like, I can't do it, man. Okay, let me ask you this, because it was either you or it was one of the other basketball players from, like, way back when that tried green chili on a McDonald's cheeseburger. Was this you? No, oh, no, that definitely was not me. Thank I, God. I can be honest, I know it was because I wanted to put it on me. I was about to clown your ass if it was you. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't. But we got, one day, I'm gonna get you right and you're gonna understand that green chili is, is everything. It really is. My man always tells me though that uh, I only say that because I've eaten so much green chili I burnt my taste buds off. Um. <laughs> Which I think is just straight up disrespectful, you feel me? But it might be a little too <laughs> Whatever. You know, back to the trials. You know, you feel me? Back to the trials. One of yours is not liking green chili. But yeah, it definitely wasn't. But besides that, you know, I had a lot of things go on in New Mexico that like you know, based on that would have happened, you know, a lot of people generally wouldn't think I'd be in the position now to be getting a doctorate, honestly. One hundred percent, honestly. No, that's for real. And we've had that conversation in one of our car rides because, you know, and I don't know how truthful you wanna get. You feel me? I won't blast you or anything. I'll let you go in as deep as you wanna go. But when I first met Chauncey, y'all, he was a wild man. Like he but I mean I don't feel like Chauncey was ever bad. Like, he might have did some, like, kind of dumb shit, but who didn't do dumb shit in college? Especially, you know what I mean? Like, in your younger year of college, you just do dumb shit. You look back four or five years later, and you're like, oh, my God. Where was my mama? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but just to, to see the way that Chauncey evolved, just in, like, the six years that I've known him, y'all, and even, you know, taking it back two years, when I had went back to Eastern for my master's, mind you. So 
little backstory that I'm sure a lot of people have listened to and heard about me is I started off my college career at Eastern, um, went through some really tough shit that I just, I feel like I couldn't stand anymore. So I packed my shit, moved to Las Cruces, changed my degree and, uh, graduated from New Mexico state. But then this is what God did y'all. This is how he moves. He was like, and it's, I remember, I remember vividly y'all. I was laying in my bed. It was like two months away till graduation. It was sometime in October. And to be real, y'all, I was crying. I was crying. So I was having a fucking moment. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know what's next. I don't even know what I'm feeling called to. Like, my mind was going in so many different directions, right? So I said a prayer. I was like, God, please just, like, give me clear vision on what you have for me next. Blah, blah, blah. Fall asleep. I get woken up at, like, 7.30 in the morning, y'all. I was like, who the fuck is calling me at 7.30 a.m.? You know, in college, that's early as shit. Who the hell? Right? So I answer the phone, and it's Eastern New Mexico University. I'm like, who the... I thought it was my homeboy Ray calling me to bug me or some shit. Like, somebody calling me to bug me. And so I answered it, and it was actually the uh, MBA program at Eastern. And it was... Dr. Paternoster was calling to let me know that they were reaching out to previous alumni to see if they were interested in the business program. So you know me, of course, I had changed my major to psychology. So I'm like, what is the business school calling me for? I'm thinking in my head. And I was like, oh, uh, just to let you know, sir, like I'm no longer at Eastern. I'm at New Mexico State University and I'm getting my degree in psychology. And he's like, oh, no, I understand. I have your transcript, your transcripts up right here. So I'm like, what the? And he's like, we wanted to reach out and see if you would be interested in our MBA program. So I'm like shook, y'all. I'm like, I, I shit you not. I look up at the sky. I'm like, God, is this you? Like, is this that answer to that question? You feel me? And so he goes in, long story short, goes in and starts telling me like, they want to offer me a fellowship. They want to offer me a graduate assistantship. Like the entire MBA was going to be paid for. But I was going to have to go back to Portales. And in my eyes, that was like going back to hell. That was going back to the place that broke me. You feel me? So I feel like what God really did in that season of my life is he was like, all right, Ree, like you ran from your problems and like you can do that, but they're going to go with you, you know? So I almost feel like he served me this opportunity on a silver platter. He's like, all right, I'm going to pay for your master's. Like I'm going to give you this degree on a silver platter. But I'm going to take you back to the place that is the hardest place for you to face. And the greatest part about it, though, is I knew that I still had, like, a solid team of support. And I didn't realize it until I went back, like, who the real ones were, who the fake ones were, who the people who were just, like, trying to ride my coattails and blah, blah, blah. But that second trip back to Eastern, you know, that's when I had, like, Chauncey in my corner. I, that's when I met Devin. I had Charles. I had my friend NK. Like, shout out all my people. I know there's like, I could go on for days listing people that were really there for me. But I look I look back now and I see just the opportunities that God presented and the way things played out. And it's such a beautiful thing. And, you know, just like Chauncey said earlier, just being in a place where you're so uncomfortable and you like low-key kind of hate it, that you have to like sit there and find things that you love. I feel like that's one of the greatest lessons that any of us can learn. You know what I mean? And even looking back now, just thinking of like my podcast, the way it all started, just with a phone call, Chauncey's like, all right, I got this job. Like, who am I going to call? Boom, re. I'm not even going to let her look at the text. I'm just going to call her. 
he calls me and y'all, I said, you know, I had no idea how to run about, right, Chauncey? I was like, bro, I don't know. I don't know how to do none of this. Like, what do you mean? He's all read, just pull up. So like the first podcast we ever shot, right? It was on February 11th. It was me, him and love, shout out low. And the conversation was gonna be love and loyalty, right? So I loved having this debate with everybody especially two college men like it's it was so fun for me right so we start the podcast i'm sitting in there i was just pumped y'all because i had these headphones on this professional ass mic like i was chilling with some cool ass dudes having a good conversation and i never would have known that three years ago today just chauncey choosing me to be like a part of that research project a part of that you know position in his life him choosing me that it would lay the groundwork for what retake was to be and then again shout out to my dog chauncey because he really named retake (laughs) y'all he really named it (laughs) so it was funny because i remember being in in that room and we were just like you know it's gotta have a dope name like this is just gotta be something that's just gonna grab your attention once again and it was you know we went back and forth because we had a couple of solid ideas i don't even remember what they were but you know i remember they were okay Mm-hmm. And I was just like, literally, I remember asking myself, like, what's her take on it? And I was like, her take. It's her take. Her take. <laughs> and then like, hold on. <laughs> we got this. Bro, he said that shit, and we all erupted like some weirdos, dude. Like, took the roof off that fucking building, because I was lit. I was like, bro, yes. And it was just, that was, that was how I thought about it, because I was like, yo, like, this is the female that I hit up. Like, I wanted, like I said, like, I could have had one of the homies from my basketball team. I could have had one of the homies from the football team. I could have, you know, I could have had anybody in the studio that day. But I was like, who's somebody that I know, A, is going to enjoy the opportunity. B, not needs the opportunity, but is going to take it and run with it and genuinely, you know, not let me down. And I was just like, bro, I, I was struggling to think for a minute. And I was like, you know, Lowe was with me, but I was like, bro, he does the show with me so um, I can't have him I mean I can't have him have his own show but it's just gonna be another show where it's just me and him like mm-hmm. I don't want that I was like so I was looking around and I was looking around and you know Ebony had her own show and Keanu had her own show at the time and I was like yo like the people who I would want to have a show already have one like who else and I remember one day dude literally was at the club I walked by you and I was like hmm <laughs> and I got back to the studio and I was like I'm low-key kind of retarded, dog. Like, <laughs> like, I'm kind of retarded, dude. Like, I don't know why I just aired out like that. Like, I'm not homies with one of the dopest females on this campus. Like, man, watch this. And we're going to make it work. And that's just literally how it happened. Like, none of it was planned. None of it was like I sat there and, you know, had a list of people to go through and was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick her. Like, no, nah, it was just like I just had to go off the people who I knew from campus who I knew were dope people go through, you know, students at the time who I was teaching, you know, from professors and, you know, coaches and all that, and just had to really think, like, who would want, a, like, a time slot for about an hour, hour and a half to just do them, like, and <laughs> I, I was like, you know what, we gotta take it, come on, Marie, come on, what, come on, like, let's go, like, <laughs> facts, thank you for picking me, Charlie, I feel so special, <laughs> It was, it was not like like I said, being able to see it from the outside, looking in, especially like viewing viewing it and you know seeing it how it's evolved from what we started it. It's oh. it's, it's dope. Like I said, it's dope. It's dope. 
up, man. Honestly, congratulations. Like, and keep it going, man. Like, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad to be on one of the anniversary sets. You know, it really is amazing. Like I said, it's 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 chill, man. I I wouldn't have thought that you know this that small thing and that small gesture would have led to such a giant ripple effect. And that that's the one of the dope parts to see. And like I said, like I'm glad that I picked you to you know have that ripple effect with. Thank you, Chauncey. You're the best. No, but for real, retake would be nothing that it is without you. And that's like from the bottom, like the deepest depths of my heart. Because like I said, I had no clue what to do. I, like Chauncey did all the recording. Mind you, like that whole first year that we did retake at the student radio. I mean, we were on a cracking quick, like quick. Cause y'all know me. I know how to. I know how to talk. I want to talk. I don't give a damn. I'll go talk to anybody and tell them, "Hey, tune into this." So that's what I was doing. Like one of the greatest things that I think I can remember in that first year, just being on the student radio, was hearing retake getting aired in the club, and not because I asked. It was because people were really rocking with the conversations that we were having. Like we were having those controversial conversations on a student radio. And people were tuning in and people were sharing it and we were getting people in. We were getting those call-ins and, oh yeah, let's go into the call-in story. So that first day, right, <laughs> it's me, Lo, and Chauncey and we're just chilling and, <laughs> you know, they got their vape, whatever. And this freaking light kept flashing, right? So we all waving our arms around the fire alarm like, oh shit, they setting this shit off. Yo. We are dumb as shit. It was all call-ins. And I shit you not, y'all, that light went off for like 10 minutes the straight. Day. It went off like, for like the time that happened. It went off for like the rest of the day, like periodically. <laughs> but first, like you said, a solid 10 minutes. It was going constantly. But throughout that rest of that show, that light was going off. And I was like, bro, what is this? And I remember going and telling my boss, and basically snitching on myself. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Basically snitching on myself. It was like, hey, yo, uh... So we were vaping in the in the uh, <clears throat> in the studio, and uh, the light went off, and uh, I don't know how to turn it off. He was like, "What light?" And he was like, "And why were you vaping in the studio?" I was like, "Bro, I was like, you know, I gotta quit smoking, man. Like, I got it's a bad addiction with cigarettes, so I just vape now. So it's just you know my bad." And he went in there and he showed me. He was like, "What light are you talking about?" And I pointed to it. He was like. <laughs> He, he just laughed and I was like, yo, what's so funny, man? Like, that was going off all day. He was like, that's not the alarm. And he pointed to the alarm and I was like, no, that light didn't go off. That light went off. He was like, that's the call in, Chauncey. I was like, <laughs> So, I you know, chill. if you I'm called like, in. The second we get back to the studio, like, yo, we missed a whole day of phone calls, dude. I'm like, yo, if y'all called in on that first show, I apologize. Send me a text. Tell me what you wanted to say about love and loyalty. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> it was a dope topic that day because like she said the first topic was love and loyalty and it was because it was right around you know valentine's day mm-hmm. at the time being i was with a female who i thought you know was gonna be you know rock will be to this day so you know no hard feelings you know it's, it's all good it's all love but you know just some people stay together some people fall apart that was just one of the situations that just so happened to just fall apart you know so dang that's fast. Yeah, man. Yeah, so it was like, you know, I, it's no shame because I take literally all of them as lessons. But yeah. But at the same time as it was being a lesson, it was still a blessing because at one point I did say I love this female, so, hey, you know, it's no shame now because, hey, yo, it's not the same type of love, but I still got love for you, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was lit, y'all. That, com- I mean, 
that conversation went stupid. There was a crazy response to it. Like, I remember hearing people talking about love versus loyalty in the club. I thought that was the dopest thing ever. And I think it really gave, like, our, our small little campus and community the opportunity to kind of, like, open up to each other. And, like, it was just crazy to see the response in that. So, of course, you know, with my first podcast going private or going public two years ago, I started off retake with love and loyalty. And even with that, I see where God blessed that podcast because, y'all, it was literally my first ever public podcast. And I had over 2,000 listens on that first podcast. Like, that is unheard of, y'all. Unheard of. And I really was just figuring out what I was... Like, shout out Chauncey. Shout out my dog, Uriah. Like, y'all taught me so much about podcasting and I would have had no clue otherwise. So, I mean... To know that I got that crazy ass response just in the student radio and then that crazy-er response when I went public, it was dope. Like, I literally got sponsorships, y'all, from my very first podcast. It was it was lit. It was amazing. That was dope. And, you know, it's, it's funny that, you know, we're back, you know, talking on a podcast, around, on, this, on the anniversary, because, you know, like I said, shout out to all the people that, you know, I know who make a lot of things possible. I'm gonna give a shout out to the Pattersons real quick, you know. Yes. Boys over there. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out to the Littles in New Mexico. Then my peoples. Shout out to the Sices. You know the whole families. Because uh, those are people who generally were tasked to my life, but not tested in a bad way. Like it was like I was away from my family, and it was a true testament to see if I was willing to grow in other people's environments you know be like you know this isn't my family but they invited me into their homes and i'm not gonna judge them any differently you know mm-hmm. and to those people who you know open up their homes and open up their lives and their children you know to me being a whole somebody that they didn't know but they knew because you know their son played with one of basketball team their son played football with him like yo shout out to y'all for real like y'all made it a lot easier dealing with a place that i genuinely didn't want to be at like <laughs> <laughs> You did some great things though, Chauncey. I'm I'm seriously proud of you. Cause if you could have known Chauncey like I did my freshman year and just to see the evolve, like this is about to be Dr. Hill. Y'all understand that right now? Do y'all understand that? Dr. Hill, it was the it was the basketball player that was dunking on people with pigtails to now Dr. Hill. Like, come on now. This is nuts. This is amazing. It's it's you know, it's it's funny because I'm not gonna say the same thing with you, like same with the podcast evolved. Like it was just like, yo, like, I know it started off as like I was doing some research myself and I knew that you were gonna give me the response numbers I needed and I was like, you know, to see that evolve from, you know, just numbers to, you know, to a dope podcast that's giving back is A one. I appreciate you, big dog. I do. So I mean, I think we need to give these people some final ending words on tests so so tell me what what you want to finish off with what you want to leave the people with regarding trials and tribulations and tests chauncey as far as all that i'm gonna say this like when things don't go your way people like don't take it the wrong way like don't put your head down literally this is all you can control it's effort and attitude Mm. so when you go into it man like literally like say these say these words you know like I can't change it. Like, whatever happens, happens, y'all. Like, take your test and run with it. Like, once it happens and once it's in the air, man, like, you can't go back in the past. All you can do is move forward in the future. And you can either set off a positive ripple effect 
or a negative ripple effect. Mm. It's, it's one of two things. There is no third option. There is no fourth option. It's either going to be positive or it's going to be negative. And that's all based off your effort and attitude, man. So, like, whenever your child does come, you know, and whenever you're, it's your time to be tested, like, hey, man, don't run from it. Learn from it, you know? Like, mm. my man from uh, Lion King said, you feel me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm being real. Like, you need to go run from it or learn from it. And, you know, I'm glad that you took your test and learned from it, you know? I'm glad you didn't, you know, run from it when the, when the time came. Like, that's all I can really say is effort, attitude, man. Be positive, y'all. Like, whenever it does come your time, just take the vibe and go. That's it. Yes. Drop the freaking mic, Chauncey. Drop the mic. That was beautiful, y'all. And for me, as far as trials and tribulations, I mean, I've been through several. I've been through many. I've been through thousands in my entire life. But I think... um just, you know, speaking on my, my two year anniversary today, thinking about just the trial of going back to that, that place in my life that I felt like was hell, that I felt like broke me and really like making a decision to make changes and, you know, to go after the things that scared me to fall into the things that were unknown. Like I didn't know if retake was going to pop off. I didn't really care. I just wanted to be able to talk to people, be vulnerable, um, have hard conversations that I felt like um, my community needed to have and to just chase after something that I was unsure of. Like, I remember the whole entire summer that I had at this internship in 2019. It was a terrible fucking internship. I hated it, like, with every piece of me. But I, I was like, that. yo. I that. Yes. <laughs> Chauncey used to hear it. But I just, I really had to sit there with myself one day and say, like, Reed, like, are you just, are you going to sit here and cry about it and whine about it? Or are you going to try to make something shake from it? You know? So I remember reading this book by David Goggins. Y'all, if you have not read Can't Hurt Me, listen. Get into that as soon as possible. And if you can, read the or listen to the audio version of it because David Goggins kind of does it like a, in a podcast format. But that book 100% changed my life, but even more so, I changed my life. I remember sitting there that summer and I was like, Rhiannon, like, you're just going to sit here and complain about things or you're going to make something happen. So I'd sit there and I'd journal and I came up with my entire concept of what retake was going to be, what I wanted to do. Like I was manifesting it in that moment knowing damn well I had no idea how to go public I didn't know what type of software I needed I didn't know what type of speaker I needed none of that but I wrote it down I prayed over it I utilized my resources like Chauncey like Uriah Lonnie Berry shout out everybody who has helped me get this podcast to where it is now because this was not you know a lone act I had God I had tons of people helping me and because of that I get to celebrate two years of retake. So thank you guys so much. Everybody that listens, everybody that tunes in, people that hit me up, giving me prompts, people that want to be on the show. Thank you so much. This has been an amazing two years. And I'm sorry that this year has been a little bit quiet while I work through some of my own things, but we have amazing things coming. Scholarship number one went out. We're going to continue giving back, continue blessing people, continue giving advice and love and opportunity so with that being said chauncey thank you for being my freaking guru in this shit man you really put me on game and i'm so thankful that i had you to be able to run with this idea hey look it's all the love like i said from the time i had the opportunity to find somebody the second i realized 
who I was running with, I was like, oh yeah, it's it's gonna work. It's gonna work out for both of us, you know. So, and I'm glad it did. So, <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, Chauncey. We love you and we thank you and continue to go be great. I can't wait to uh, hear about Dr. Hill and his endeavors. Hey, yeah, yeah, come in soon, you know, catch up in a couple years, man. Hey, look, that paper going to be right there with the rest of We're going to be turned up, I'm telling you. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, y'all, we signing out in three, two, one. Peace. Okay, I stopped the recording.